0: Hey, world, you're listening to The Real Rob Taylor on RealRobTaylor.com. Out of London, the Cans are a unique band with a unique sound. Their quirky brand of feel-good rock channels the likes of Green Day, Blink-182, and My Chemical Romance. Their next single, Borderline, lands on Friday the 11th of June. And joining me now for a preview of that and more is the Cans' founder and frontman, Fabio Nania. How are you, Fabio? Hi, everyone. Thanks for
1: having me. I'm good. I'm good.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Good. And um, uh, you're in London right now. um, uh, Have you got a beautiful sunny day like the rest of the UK seems to?
1: Oh, yes. I'm sweating like an animal. Oh, excellent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, what an image you've uh, conjured up there. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So tell us about the... um, uh, you, the cans have a really kind of uh, interesting pedigree. So, so tell us about the origins of the band and and kind of how you uh, how you how you started out and also how you got to where you are now.
1: So. Um, I was in Italy in 2017 and I was playing shows for kids in the theatres and um, I kind of enjoyed it but I was a bit bored because my real passion was to to make music and uh, to play in a band. And so therefore, because I used to do that in my teenage years, I decided, well, you know what, I'm going to do it again, but this time I'm going to do it in a city that welcomes rock and roll as it's supposed to be. And therefore, I decided to fly up to London and uh, to start my own band. So I just uh, went from open mic to open mic night, uh, looking for musicians. <laughs> I, I met a lot of them that, you know, there's been many changes in the, in the course of the years. But in the end, I managed to uh, to meet the fantastic drummer uh, Ian Zwiebel, which is the current drummer of the band. He, he came to play... Um, uh, in, the rec- in the music video of our single Take It All. And so we, we were like, oh, guy, this guy is very good, so we're just going to keep him. <laughs> and, uh, and the bass player, which is um, Joaquin, that I met him when I was 14 years old and he came for an uh, um, exchange cultural exchange in Italy when I was just you know just a kid so we met there we played there for a year in a teenage band and uh, high school um, and then uh, ten years later when I went to London I found out with my surprise that he was already there working as a doctor <laughs> Wow! <laughs> so, and I was like oh my god I feel like this is like one of those um, very must-cry movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, of Hollywood, uh, we, we come back together after so many years, <laughs> and so we started playing together again, and that's kind of how we all everything started.
0: Excellent! Wow. Okay. And so, um, tell us about the musical progression of the band because you've. Um uh, you, you know, you, you your background, you know, you say you're playing for kids and stuff that kind of comes across in a good way in the music You know, it's kind of it's this upbeat and it's jolly and it's kind of it's not, you know, it's it's not a it's not heavy serious stuff um uh, and uh, you know it makes you feel good to listen to it. So so you know that you can kind of hear that But um, I've seen a lot of your videos you have a lot of videos um, And a lot of good videos too. And it'd be great to hear more about the um, the production of those But um, but you know, how's the music evolved? How is it kind of? Um, uh, you know from even from where you used to be in in school playing, you know How, how have you uh, sort of uh, got to where you are musically? Right.
1: Um, so I was really, really, um, currently a really fu- a good fan of uh, pop punk bands from the 90s and from the 2000s. So, um, you know, as you uh, mentioned, it, Green Day, Blink 182, My Chemical Romance, and stuff like that. Um, so when I was a kid, I was listening a lot to this, uh, kind of bands. Um, and I was, you know, playing this kind of music with my high school band, let's say. Uh, so, when everything, you know, uh, we broke up after um, the teenage days, let's say, and then we, um, we we took different path basically. So when I decided to get into music again and to come to London and starting uh, this new project, I wanted to do something slightly different. I didn't want to replicate the same kind of sound that the 90s, the pop punk uh, of, you know, California uh, has given to me uh, when I was a kid. I wanted to give it something slightly new. Uh, more new, uh, a bit more developed, uh, and also a bit more expanded in terms of uh, sounds, in terms of um, creative possibilities. For this reason, uh, I started implementing uh, a lot of um, electronic sounds and uh, special effects, and, or- and also orchestral sounds in the um, in the in the songs to keep the pop punk vibe, which I was really in love with, and the rock guitars and the really fast and uh, complicated drumming, but adding some of these new kind of sci-fi cyberpunk tastes to make it a a little bit more interesting, to give the the audience something new. Uh, Also I need to add uh, also that I I have a background as a musical theatre performer, so... Uh, because I was training a the musical theater academy for three years and then worked across a lot of summer resorts with uh you know shows like Greece or <laughs> I don't know, Notre Dame de paris or les Miserables, um, I really like the component of a, a little bit of musical theater and that 's probably why you found. A little bit of jolly vibes as you mentioned just, yeah, just yeah. earlier on uh, that it, it makes it kind of you know very expressive and a little bit less in the um, in the old school punk way
0: <laughs> yeah 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 a little yeah. bit a little bit less uh, angst and anxiety and it's you know it's uh, yes. yeah yeah a bit, bit more uh, upbeat and a bit happier generally yeah, yeah 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 sure cool okay so your um your single uh is uh, gonna be out your next single i should say is um is gonna be landing on friday the 11th of june um, Uh, That's called Borderline. Um, Just tell us a bit about what Borderline is about.
1: So, uh, Borderline is a song that um, uh, speaks about this kind of duality that uh, exists in each and every one of us, because every day we wake up, we live our life, and every time we uh, we feel Kind of this kind of little guilt inside, you know, like, are we doing the things right, are we doing the things wrong, we need to follow the rules, we need to do the things as it's supposed to be, but at the same time, we want to do a lot of things that they're not supposed to be done, just because they're fun, uh, because it feels natural to do them. Um, so in the song, I, I, I quote about, you know, when, when you want to, uh, no, know just have a swim, or um, after you've eaten, but it's wrong, you know, because <laughs> you, you can really feel bad after that, yeah. But, but, um, or having to behave always in a certain way, so always being kind, even if you're really, really angry with someone, yeah, uh, always being polite, always being diplomatic. So it creates this kind of um borderline personality in yeah. each and every one of us because we are split in two sides the ones the side that it's natural, that it's real, that it's authentic, uh, that wants to act like the the real person that you are, and the side that instead is acting like the, the society is expecting you to, to behave, especially with social media nowadays, um, you know, the way we look at society through the ads and, th- and through commercials and through movies. Uh, we all get an idea that is very alienating in a way. Mm-hmm. So we we literally get split in two sides of, uh, of our own Personality. And that's that's where the term borderline comes from uh, to to uh, symbolize this kind of duality in, in in each and every one of us.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, let's uh, let's have a listen to it. Uh, there's going to be out on the 11th of June. Uh, the Cans. This is Borderline.
2: Remember to be kind. Remember, don't tell lies. And don't betray your friends, the calm eyes watching all the time. Don't talk to strangers, no. No swimming after lunch. And don't forget to upload those the pictures with your time. The system's crashing in my mind Is it cool to be alright? But the stars blow up and that's why they're so bright Boom boom I hey Pond hey. hey. your feelings Tune. Everybody in the car. You have to have that phone. But we've been truly broken. You won't listen to this tune. If you're an honest man, in the you must admit it, man. In the we live a life through legal and illegal freaky jobs. The system's crashing in my mind. Is it could you be alright? But the stars blow up and that's why they're so
0: and their next single borderline that's out on the 11th of june still with me is fabio of the cans and um uh, so fabio just uh, just while the track was uh, was playing there we were talking about your videos um and how kind of well produced they are and um you were saying that you know this is th- you're very kind of specific about what you want and you, you know you determine how everything looks and feels and i think that i think that's kind of it was it was easy for me to to identify that there is you know a kind of common thread throughout the music and the videos and and the way this looks and so um, You know, I, I didn't know for sure that it was you but uh, you know, just uh, just sort of explain uh, Briefly about how you you know, how, how you manage all of this creativity all at once
1: um, So uh, it's, So usually um, I Remember, you know, when I was a kid I used to watch a lot of MTV Uh, and uh, seeing these amazing shows, uh, amazing music videos on MTV. And they were looking spectacular, of course, because they were made by big uh, labels with a lot of money. But I always had a a bit of a dream to uh, one day be able to produce these things by myself, even without a a label behind, because at the moment we are independent artists. And so, uh, therefore, I just uh, (laughs) I used to put, you know, my song in the MP3 player. You remember those,
2: right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> MP3
1: play. They're not used anymore, but I used to just put them in my ears and jumping around the room and I was literally imagining imagining all the, the, the possible music videos. And not just the music videos, not just the concept of the music video, but every little frame yeah, of yeah. the music video, every little scene for every chord, every moment. So, when I grew up, and um, you know, now I'm 29, so I'm, I'm I'm like you know in a position in my life where I can do more stuff that I want to do, and I'm like, all right, I really want to put that into into something, and so I started listening to my own songs after I produced them, mixed them, and mix mixed and mastered with a. Um, with the engineers, and then I was just listening to them um, on repeat, and I was imagining, again, imagining all the the possible frames and all the possible script, what was this song giving to me in terms of emotion, in terms of storyboard, what could be possibly um, done to represent the song as best as possible and so and therefore i come out with this script that i write myself um you know on a, on a blank paper of word <laughs> document and i just write down all the script and i give it to a videographer that i uh specifically choose myself um there's always people willing to work for that because they're there's many, many videographers in London
0: yeah.
1: and uh, and I just choose the people from their portfolio and I'm like, all right, I really love your art, please come work for me and I'll just give them the script. And that's how everything gets built together in what then becomes, I think, the aesthetic of the cans. Um, and also, you know, a way to make people not only entertain with the songs, but uh, make it worth to go on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. looking of the whole the whole package really so what's interesting is you're not going to a the same kind of uh, the, the same video production um, uh, but you know individual or house or you know group or company or anything like that it's somebody different every time but at the same time you can see that the, you know there's the, uh, the sort of common thread of the of, um, of your creativity coming through that you know and that's it's interesting so how does that sort of tally with the music then how did the three of you write um, so usually I am the main
1: songwriter. So I basically um, come, you know, start from a melody that I have in my head. Uh, I never, I don't think I ever started from the words, except maybe one or two times from. Uh, never started from the lyrics I usually start with like with a melody that comes very randomly in my head it's just like when you have to take a piss you know <laughs> if you have to take a piss you are not like you know I have to take a piss you just have to take a piss it's like oh, f- oh I need to go to the bathroom because I need to take a piss uh, I think I think it's, it, it works pretty much the same way without uh, with music you just like oh I need to take a song <laughs> so, and so you just put it down on your phone or whatever little little uh, crappy recorder you have By hand, Mm -hmm. Uh, you record a little melody, and then everything starts from that little four barred four bars um, melody in which you create this little little world then then it becomes a full arrangement in which i put everything sometimes too much it was like my mixing engineers tells me always man you need to you need to take away some stuff because it's too much (laughs) no really so (laughs) no no actually they're very happy to work with it because it's a bit more different uh but at the same time i need to be careful because i i tend to put uh really a lot of instruments uh into a track um so so yeah that, that that's basically what what happens then i i create the song uh the full arrangement i i think about the, also the the kind of drums and bass part in a very uh in a bit more approximative way mm-hmm. and then i give them to the bass player and to the drummer uh, to to um optimize it basically right right so once they've done their parts, then there is post-production in which I I have the most fun because that it means like you know using synthesizers and uh, uh, risers, downers, special effects, and that's that's really when my music producing uh, skills comes in, and I really really enjoy it because that's very creative.
0: Excellent. So yeah, so you know, so you're the kind of one man production house. Um, the the uh, something I'm interested in actually is uh, Italian is is. Clearly, your uh, native language, uh, but your English is excellent. And Thank s- you. I really
1: <laughs> no, you, you have no idea how how ex- appreciate what you just said. It's, in <laughs> no, the,
0: <"Thank> it's you. <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's true. I mean, it's um, I know a tiny bit of Italian, but not not you know I, uh, far from fluent. But um, but yeah, so I, I'm always uh, I'm always a little bit jealous of people who can speak English um, uh, much better than I can speak their language. But um, and it makes me want to learn more languages. But anyway, that's a, that's that's another uh, story. Italian but, is useless. So you're not losing <laughs> anything. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, there's Italian and Spanish. If you you know you can you can jump between the two, I guess so they're, they're similar. Oh, is that not correct?
1: What? To be honest with you everybody says that and it's probably true but nevertheless every time i see i hear someone speaking in spanish i just can't get it what he
0: no, says. So. okay <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably
1: my default my like my lack of um, um, interest in that i don't know something oh, like potentially. that potentially
0: okay all right so so there's another thing i'm wrong about anyway um so, <laughs> so um the, the um Uh, what I was going to ask you is um, when you're writing lyrics, because you sing in English, um, do you write them in Italian and then translate them or do you write them straight off in English? Um, No, I write directly in English. Yeah, Yeah, I never...
1: uh, I think, you know, uh, Rob, I think... Uh, rock music, um, because it's born in in California. Uh, no, well, not in California, but you know, the punk rock scene is being yeah, very yeah. present in California, and uh, in, in UK. Um, so where where is spoken English language? I think. You know, in my mind, it's it's really made for this kind of language, I think. English is perfect for rock and roll. Um, well, Italian, <laughs> it's a very funny thing, but if you think about it, the Italian words are very long. So, therefore, if you want to say something in Italian, you need... <laughs> A lot of verses to to, t- to say it. While in English, the verse the, the, the words are very short, like one, two syllables maximum, and so it's fantastic. It's just, you can convey thousands of things in just one verse. It's amazing. And,
0: so, <laughs> <laughs> and this is why a, a Verdi opera goes on for hours. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just more comfortable,
1: and also yeah. I like the way it sounds. The language English is just so musical for me.
0: Good. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's just a very interesting uh, kind of um, take on it, and it's certainly something that I think, certainly I and uh, most other native English speakers wouldn't even notice. You know, it's just something we take for granted. So it's always interesting to hear, you know, that external point of view. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I love uh, your
1: language. Oh well,
0: thank you very much. <laughs> I didn't invent it. It's not the i just i just talk it but um, thank you for
1: supporting <laughs> it
0: though <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah thank you for my input oh well thank you i'm uh, <laughs> that's not something i ever thought i'd be thankful but uh, but cool okay i'll i'll take that um so uh but let's talk about new music then so i i know that you're not a fan of releasing albums uh, but you've got a lot of music on the way tell me uh how that's gonna work
1: uh so um yeah i'm not a fan of releasing albums because i just think that unless you are a uh, uh you know mainstream artists you know on the top charts and the uh, best spotify playlist unless you're into in you know and in, in that kind of position in the music industry rarely people are going to listen to a full album. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure there are still people that do that. Uh, I'm not saying that there's nobody doing it, because especially in, for rock and alternative rock music, uh, there is a lot of people who still buy albums, v- uh, vinyls and stuff like that. But because I really, really care about the songs that I write, I want to be sure that every single song that I write gets the right um, promotion, the right attention, and, and it gets heard by the people that could be potentially interested. Because let's be honest, um, in a world where music gets released every day by thousands and thousands, millions of people on Spotify, there's, I, I don't know how many releases have been uploaded on Spotify every day, but really a lot. Mm-hmm. If you one a song, just one song to get heard by a lot of people. It takes a lot of uh, effort and a lot of work. And for this reason, I prefer to uh, release one single um, every one or two months, so that the people can really appreciate what it is all about. And also, I can tell that a lot of uh, mainstream artists are doing pretty much the same thing because they are releasing uh, a lot of singles and maybe one album every thirty years. So it's not it's not even that uncommon practice to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're doing right now is we're keeping on the recording stuff. Uh, the drummer is recording the drums at the moment for 14 tracks, um, and uh, which I wrote myself. And then it's gonna go to the bass player, and then I'll do my part with the vocals, guitars and post-production. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna sound, I think, amazing. It's gonna still be in the kind of pop-punk uh, 90s, 2000s, but with a lot, a lot of new cyberpunk and uh, uh, electronic sounds that will feature it. So it will make it much more different
0: than what you heard before well awesome uh this is uh, this is exciting stuff and, and also knowing you know having seen the stuff and you know, having seen the videos and heard the music that they've created so far to hear that there's you know this this kind of um second wave or third wave um, to, to you know to make it sound like a pandemic uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah i mean that's that's what i' did. anyway <laughs> I'm not comparing it to covid um, but, <laughs> but but to, but to hear this um you know you've you've basically instead of have you know doing the uh, sort of single promotional single and an album route? you what you're doing is just a you know a string of music basically and and that's uh, it's certainly a very kind of novel way to uh, To approach it and I think that that's you know, that's a really valuable um, uh, Kind of test bed if you like um, for uh, for you know for, for making and, and selling music and making money from music in um, it, You know in this new environment that that everybody's kind of currently exploring
1: yeah, if you think about it, uh, let's say I release fourteen tracks, then for six months I'm gonna be just—I don't know—just be bored in my bed because I'm, I don't have any other things to do.
2: <laughs> Instead, if I have
1: always some uh, some songs that I can work on, you know, I can release in this in the same in in a bit uh, longer time the same amount of song but I, I'm still enjoying it because I, I can make music every day and I can work on a different song every day. And so uh, it keep, it's also for my own mood, for my own uh, mental health, I'd say.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds, um, it, it, it makes perfect sense, but it, it's uh, it's just not something I've heard of people doing before. And I guess it's the, uh, you know, the, that thinking out of the box, you know, just doing things differently, as we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, that uh, That's, yeah, it, it, I, I, I'm gonna be fascinated to see how that how that uh, all works um, and you know which ways better and whether it may, may maybe, you know some bands are better off releasing albums uh, certainly um uh, talking to Twisted Illusion, they're they, you know they're making concept albums, so obviously their tracks wouldn't work as a as, as a you know just separate singles the whole time because everything kind of joins together. Um, yeah. So so I guess it's uh, you know there's a, there's a place for all of that, but I've never heard of anybody you know a- adamantly not releasing an album <laughs> or or <an> even <laughs> e- e- or even an EP, you know, just so- saying yeah it's just going to be track after track after track. So so you know I'm going to be really uh, really excited to see how that works out. Um, touring uh, and gigs anything coming up
1: yeah we're uh, because we're very busy with the new um album slash
0: <laughs> Not <batch> album. Of, <laughs> ba-
1: album slash batch of singles um and we are waiting to start in september so we have uh, at the moment six Oh, five or six gigs uh, from September till December uh, all, all across UK oh, cool. uh, I'm so excited about it uh, we are also excited to go back on stage because it's been a whole year since the last gig of course yeah yeah <laughs> uh, because of COVID so uh, last gig we played was uh, in February 2020 at the uh, a workshop and and road trip and the workshop in shoreditch in london right. and uh, and we were already really uh, feeling the fear for what was coming up mm-hmm. um yeah, but now we're happy because after summer we already uh, some shows are booked and uh, so we're going obviously promote them on all of our social media uh, tickets will be up soon hopefully and um <clears throat> and yeah so we'll go to Rotterdam. we we'll go to northwick we'll go to uh, Manchester. We go to. Uh, we have two or three dates in London. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll have a little bit of fun, and probably more dates will be confirmed soon. Hopefully.
0: Uh, you can. Um, I don't know. This is. I think your enthusiasm is contagious. I'm really excited to, to, to hear and see everything that that, that kind of comes up from this. So um so yeah, you know um it, it, it's going to be awesome to see you live. Just before we go, is there um uh, who who do you listen to? Who's on your Spotify playlist at the moment?
1: Uh, in my Spotify playlist, all right. Uh, I can check it right now, if you don't mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have a few. Uh, actually, I um, I like to listen to very much different uh, And then also, if you think about the Discovery Weekly feature on Spotify, I like a lot of songs that I don't even know who are they from, who made them.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, let me have a look. So I've got uh, Youngblood, I've got Machine Gun Kelly, Got Zebra Head, Fallout Boy, Falling in Reverse. The last album is amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, Nothing But Thieves, um, Mike Shinoda, uh, <laughs> the new <laughs> single. I really like the new single. Uh, McFly, um, All Time Low. There's a lot of pop-punk band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also some Thomas uh, Bergensen, which is Two Steps From Hell, basically. <laughs> uh, and uh, Hans Zimmer. I love Hans Zimmer. <laughs> oh my God, I love Hans oh, I mean, I wonder if there's anyone in the world who doesn't love Hans Zimmer. How can you not love Hans
0: Zimmer? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, possibly, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, it's certainly not somebody who's uh, he, he's not made an appearance on the, uh, on the show before. Nobody's mentioned it, so I think that that's uh, that's certainly something to to look out for. But I mean, if the uh, uh, when you're when you're touring, um, do you know who you'll be touring with, or will it will that vary?
1: So we yes, we're going to be in tour with uh, Alice is Sleeping, which is um a fantastic alternative rock band um we're going to be playing a few shows with them and some other shows that we have in london instead we are going to be headlining on a saturday night so it's going to be uh, a mess it's yeah, going to be a fantastic. mess fantastic okay.
0: it's going to be great yeah <laughs> no, no, it sounds awesome yeah Sorry. yeah cool wonderful okay well um i'm going to let you go and enjoy the rest of the sunshine um the uh the just remind us of the single the the, the name and when it's out
1: uh, yes, so Borderline is out on the 11th of June uh, on every streaming platform. You can already pre-save it right now. Um, there is a link in the bio of our Instagram if you want to check it out. Uh, and uh, if you can pre-save it, actually, it's going to be a big, huge help for us. And uh, so, yeah, looking forward to release it.
0: Excellent. So Fully On Instagram is the best place to find out the uh, the latest info. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Awesome. Fabio, it's been uh, an absolute delight having you on. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you so much to you, Robbie.
1: I had so much fun talking to you, and you are really, really a lot of fun person.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 thank you very much. You uh, flatter me with, 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 these, uh, with, uh, with so many compliments and my, my contributions to the English language and everything. You've given me such a big head. but uh, <laughs> No worries. But, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm left speechless. So I, I will thank you. Fabio Nanea, um, fr- founder and frontman of the Cans. Thank you so much. For Joining me. Thank you. Have a great night. Don't forget you can find all the links you need to connect with the Cans on the show page of the website. Just go to realrobtaylor.com and search for the Cans. That's K-A-N-Z. Uh, get on the guest list while you're there, never miss a show. Uh, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Just search for Real Rob Taylor. Thanks once again to Fabio from the Cans for joining me in this episode. And thank you for listening. The Real Rob Taylor on
2: realrobtaylor.com. The Real Rob Taylor is a More production. All tracks in this show are protected by copyright and have been included with the express permission of the copyright holders. All rights reserved. Play it loud.